Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Sharon Hashem started Fluid Life by Sharon. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana-owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. Sharon, welcome to the All Indiana Podcast Network studio. It's so nice to see you. Hi, Mel. It's so nice to see you, too. I'm so excited to share what you do because it's so unique. I just think your work is absolutely beautiful. So for those that aren't familiar with your business, tell us exactly what you do. I actually uh, create abstract paintings and I do functional art products using um, epoxy resin and uh, mixed media. So what does that mean for people who don't really know those jargon terms? Um, functional art is usually things that you use every day, uh, such as uh, cutting boards, uh, which you can use as a chocolatey board, or um, coasters, serving trays, um, things like that, uh, our home decor items, um, you know, like you put in your centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are what you call functional art. And um, mixed media is um, something um, that's not just epoxy resin. I mix like gold leaf. If I'm doing like an ocean piece, I would mix like real sand and seashells. Wow. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. If you haven't seen her work, um, we carry her products on shopindianagifts.com. So definitely want you to go Check that out. And obviously, check out her website. We'll give that here in a little bit. But so you brought in something you showed off in our member meeting a few weeks ago. And these are cell phone cases yeah. that have that epoxy resin application, correct? Yes. That's what that's these right. are. It looks like I'm looking at the ocean. They are absolutely beautiful. And you said they're really durable, right? Which is something that people get confused about. Yes. Um, because um, they think that it can be easily scratched. Um or, you know, once you drop, it could break because it actually does look like glass. But um, like I said, it's very durable. And um, trust me, my kids have uh, tried it. They've thrown <laughs> it. Um, I actually started this when they were about three, um, two and three. But now they're like um, seven and eight. But they still, you know, like to throw things, you know. So um, you will see that on my phone case, like on the resin part, you can hardly see any scratches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks brand new. Now, yes. the rest of the case doesn't necessarily look brand new. Yes. <laughs> but that part does. It is beautiful. How did you get into this? Actually, it just started um, a few years ago. Um, I was actually looking for something to do with the kids. Like I said, when I started this, they were three and two. So I wanted to do something, you know, different. I was like, just used to doing the same old Play-Doh, paint. I was like, you know, let's try something different. So I started getting in, uh, looking at online, Pinterest and YouTube. And then I came across acrylic pouring. And I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, you know, I have a bunch of acrylic paint. Um, let's try this. So, um, and then, you know, we started, uh, you know, playing around with it. And we really got into it. The kids loved it, and then we were like, all right, my son was in preschool, so he needed gifts to give to his teachers. 
So I was like, all right, let's make something. So instead of, you know, going to the store and buying stuff, so uh, which we had done many times in the past, but um, I was like, you know, tell me what colors you like. Let's use that and what animals or anything you like. So he was like, all right, I love these colors and these are the animals I like. So we actually made some coasters. And then I was like, all right, I need something to make this, you know, uh, functional. Because we did it on um, a tile. Mm -hmm. So we put the acrylic pouring on the tile. But then I was like, all right, I need to make this functional. But just uh, putting a spray was not good enough for me. Mm -hmm. So when I did more research, that's when I came across epoxy resin. And I was like, oh, this seems to be more durable than an actual spray. So I did more research, and that's what I ended up using. And I was like, wow, I really like this. Mm -hmm. I love how it looks, and uh, it looks like, you know, something you could use in your house every day. So, uh, yeah, that's how we ended up starting, and I loved how resin looked, and... um, I started experimenting more with resin, and um, that led me to where I am now. So were you a stay-at-home mom at the time? Or yes. did you have another job? You were a stay-at-home mom. I was a stay-at-home mom because my um, husband's job was moving us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We were moving states, cities. So um, I was a stay-at-home uh, mom uh, because um, my kids are also close together. Mm-hmm. But when I first got my son... Um, I was actually working. I was uh, working as a paralegal mm-hmm. at an attorney's office. And, yeah, we had to move, so I had to quit my job, and I decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And then number two came along and <laughs> <laughs> just ended up staying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you had this inspiration, right? You started making items. When were you like, huh, this might be a business? Yeah, that's when, you know, I started going into um, doing more research into the epoxy resin. And I was actually doing more stuff. And then I didn't realize it. And then, you know, things were just adding up at home. And then my husband was like, you know, these things are really cool. Why don't you try selling them? And that's when the light bulb in me went up. So did you sell just like online or did you go to shows? I mean, how did you get that started? I actually first decided to go into shows. Uh, I decided to sign up to local shows Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, decided to take some of my uh, paintings that I've done and uh, coasters. So those were my first two items that I started doing. (laughs) Was it an instant hit or was it a struggle to get going? It was a little bit of both because, you know, it was just getting the right target, hitting the right markets, um, you know, getting myself out there as a new person. Because when you go to most of these markets, um, a lot of people are familiar with um, local, uh, they want to help their local friends, Mm -hmm. you know, like the... Next person, uh, the person next to me, Wender, was actually a local teacher. So, you know, a lot of school kids were coming, moms were coming, so they wanted to support a lot of local people. Mm-hmm. So, to me, they were new, so they wanted to kind of pass on me, which was fine. I totally understand, you know, you want to support local, you know, which is a 
big thing here yeah. that we love to support. So, you know, so it was a little bit of a struggle, but at the same time, people liked what I was doing. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, kind of tough to break in, but you had a product that was catching people's attention. For yes. sure. Now, you're talking about, you know, local versus you. How long had you been living here? Um, now, we moved from Indianapolis up to Noblesville. Uh, we've been in Noblesville for a year now, so total about five years. Okay. So five, six years. Okay. Yeah. And where are you from originally? Because you're not originally from the United States, correct? No. I uh, grew up in Sri Lanka, which is a small island right off the ocean of India. Uh-huh. So I went to high school there, and then I moved to the United States for my higher education, which is um, university. Okay. And yes. so what were you going to do? What was your plan? I mean, <laughs> you're, you're doing these beautiful art pieces now, but I mean, is that what you were like, I'm going to be an artist when I grow up? Because it doesn't sound like that was really the plan. That wasn't the plan. I always had art on my back sleeve. Mm -hmm. I loved drawing. I loved painting. But at one point, I really wanted to be a doctor because um, I loved our pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> she used to give us candy. So <laughs> I was like, like a great doctor. <laughs> right? And um, I was like, oh, mom, you know, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. And then she was like, oh, that's great. But one day she, you know, wanted to give me a shot. And I was like, oh, a doctor <laughs> supposed to, you know, draw blood? She was like, yes. I was like, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> that was just out the door. Right, <laughs> right, right. So what was plan B? Uh, plan B, I mean, um, I actually have a bachelor's degree in fine arts. Um, I did graphic design. Um, but to help me through college, I worked in retail. Um, I was just a register, um, a cash rep. I did that for <laughs> more than I uh, thought I would, probably about uh, six, seven years. Um, I did that, and I also was a, a beautician. I was working for Estee Lauder. Um, so, and then... Um, that's Lots of different things. Yes, and that like led me to, yeah. <laughs> I worked for Dunian Burke, I was a sales rep, I was selling handbags, and then, yeah, we had to move for my husband's job, and that's mm -hmm. when I uh, was um, paralegalist, so. <laughs> well, it sounds like everything you did gave you a skill that's required to be an entrepreneur. Yes, that, I have to say, it definitely did. I was, um, you know, I wanted to do art, but I just never knew how to put it out there. I didn't want to just, you know, put art on a gallery wall and just stand next to it or anything. But, yeah, I just couldn't, I didn't know how to navigate. Yeah, yeah. But now you're making these beautiful, functional pieces of art. You have your own business, right? People do know your name now. What motivates you to keep doing this? Um, my family, I want to say, my kids, um, they motivate me like every day. <laughs> um, some, mostly sometimes pieces I do, I'm like, oh, you know, it's not good. You know, it's, I don't feel it. I, something's missing. But they'll come up and be like, Mom, that's like the best piece you've done. <laughs> I love this. I love the colors. I love what you did. And 
sometimes that's all you need. You just need a little motivation. You just need another set of eyes. Um, yeah, they keep me going every day. <laughs> Coming up, the challenges and successes Sharon has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana-owned and operated, the owner lives here in Indiana, and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana-owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.Gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana-owned company. Take your picks, send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend, and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Sharon Hashim of Fluid Life by Sharon, who started her business doing a variety of functional art pieces in 2017. Sharon, what's been the hardest part about being a business owner? Um, the hardest part, I have to say, is the balance between work and family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've revolved my business pretty much around my kids <laughs> um, because I was a stay-at-home mom a part of their life, so even this work was, uh, I felt was perfect because I could, you know, work when they're at school or something. So, but right now, balancing between um, work, because um, I tend to be constantly on the phone, uh, replying to emails or social media, and um, there are times that it takes away from family time. Mm-hmm. and. I know my kids constantly tell me, like, you know, when it's family movie, put your phone away, put your phone away. But um, sometimes I, it's just uh, like a habit. My hand just goes to the phone, like, let me check. Did I get an email from so-and-so? Did I, you know, get a, uh, do I need to respond to something? Um, so It's hard to turn it off. Yes. <laughs> right, right. And so when you started this business, I mean, you're kiddos were toddlers, right? And they're in elementary school now. And those are really formidable years, right? And with the kind of business you're in, you know, it's not just like doing something at your kitchen table and then it's done, right? You're doing shows, you have to do promotions, you are doing online sales. Like there's just a lot that goes into it. Um, You know, is there anything you would do differently now with your business, knowing what you know? I would have put myself online sooner. I was doing um, in-person shows. But um, after I did that for a little over a year is when um, COVID hit. So everything changed. There was no um, in-person shows. So everything kind of changed to online. So which took a huge turn because... like many other small businesses, my business um, really struggled initially. I tried to, you know, um, 
navigate other things. Um, I tried to look into what I could actually do because I couldn't go into shows. Sometimes getting stuff um, like items uh, because I upscale th some th items. So that was um, difficult. So it was um, a huge struggle, I have to say. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like any business owner. Like we didn't have prepare for a pandemic right. in our playbooks. Right. So were you online before the pandemic hit or were you just doing in person? I was mainly doing in person. Uh, I had uh, just started an online uh, website and I just put myself on social media, Facebook and Instagram. But I barely had any followers or I didn't really have any items online to sell. I didn't have anything on it. So, but at the same time, um, the pandemic gave me time to focus um, on my website, focus on what I needed to do. I ended up uh, actually registering my business, uh, looking at the bigger picture instead of, you know, looking at a closed door. And I ended up, you know, uh, doing more things online, like focusing on uh, having more items, um, creating a Facebook group, uh, having more events online, and then also, uh, same with Instagram, um, promoting myself more and uh, trying to market. And uh, that's when um, one day um, Mel reached out to me and asked, um, am I doing okay? Uh, do you need any help? And I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. And then as when she said, you know, um, I have an idea but do you do any wholesale? I was like, I don't, but I could. So she was like, all right, why don't you, you know, put some items that you could, um, you know, do as wholesale and send me a list of items so I could look at it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I have an idea, but I will get back to you as soon as, you know, I try to tie some loose ends. I was like, great. So that night, immediately, I, you know, got all the pictures together, uh, did a wholesale sheet and sent it to Mel to look at it. And um, that's when I think she came up with uh, Indiana Gifts. Yeah, yeah, that's when yeah. we launched. You were one of our very first products we put on the website, which yeah. I just think is, it's incredible. You know, like, it was one of those ideas that it had always been brewing, right? But I didn't really have any urgency with it until... The pandemic hit and people like you lost the ways that you were selling your products. And it's like, there's got to be a way that we can help people. And that's when Indiana Gifts was born, right? It just, yeah. it was a lot easier for me to start a website and put a whole bunch of people on there at once than for individual people to all build their own websites and all have their own products. There's just not time, right? right. And so... Thank you for taking a chance on me. <laughs> and thank you for reaching out to me. I mean, yeah, we have to thank, uh, you know, social media for that. Because if not, you would have, like, lost touch. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you hadn't reached out to me, you know, I was following Mel on uh, Indiana Owned um, on Instagram. And, you know, we were liking each other's comments. Yeah. We were commenting. You know, those little things, uh, you know, make us grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those so, connections are super, super important. Yes. Super important. Sharon, what's been the most rewarding part about being a business owner? Um, the rewarding part is um, I 
you know, I never imagined uh, selling my art or any of my pieces. I mean, it was always a vision to be an artist, but I don't think I ever <laughs> envisioned myself as an artist actually selling and somebody owning a piece. That is like a huge reward. Like even somebody like looking at a piece and saying, you know, that's amazing. How did you do it? It's, I love it. I love talking about it. I can talk about it for hours and hours, <laughs> but I would bore you. But uh, yeah, like that's the best reward. <laughs> well, I just think it's so beautiful to kind of see inside your mind, right? Like when you see one of these pieces, which you're going to have to go see them now and everybody <laughs> should have a piece in their home because they're beautiful. I have a very special pink cutting board. It's the very first product I bought from you. And I just, I absolutely love it. It's gorgeous. I've used it for a variety of things. I use it for displays a lot for pictures or even you know, like when we're on TV or, you know, I have it in my kitchen because I use it as a charcuterie board. Right. But just to see how you see beauty, I think, is something really, really special. Because what you come up with, what you create, is not something that pops into my mind, right? It's not right. something that I'm like, ooh, how would I make this, right? It's like you just kind of follow the the flow and you can see what to do to make it beautiful. And I just think that's really, really magical and it's something special and it's something that makes you a special business owner too because you just see things differently is there advice you would give or something that you would share with someone who's thinking of starting their own business i mean what do you want them to know um i would say to follow your dreams like um to me too like you know if i didn't push myself you know to reach out and you know do my own research and look into other avenues like i wouldn't have you know thought about doing this you know yes I needed like you know my husband to say you know why don't you sell this but sometimes that's all you need is mm -hmm. a little push or a little like a positive note you know because like I said my kids keep me going every day like you know those are just little things that you know you need in life yeah. so find yeah. your cheerleader yes <laughs> I love that I love that Sharon why does supporting local and being known as Indiana owned matter to you um, I love to create uh, relationships, um, especially as a small business owner who does everything by myself, like I wear many hats. Um, I don't really get to meet people because I work at home. I work in my studio within four walls. I don't get to see anybody. I don't really get to meet anybody. So to me, it's very important that I'm out there in the community. If I can help somebody, I want to help somebody. And, uh, you know, creating that relationship with, um, with somebody else. Like, you know, yeah, you know, the pandemic hit, we were online, but it's nothing like uh, meeting somebody and creating that relationship with them face to face. Like, if I hadn't built a relationship with uh, Mel before the pandemic, um, I don't think we would be here right now. So, rich. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you just that's the we, thing. You just don't know. You yeah. Don't know. I think we created that relationship before and, you know, it it created a spark between us, I, I could say. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so we wanted to, we were on the same page where we wanted to help each other grow. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Sharon, besides IndianaOwned.com, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? Um, 
I have my own website, which is fluidlifebysharon.com, and I'm also on uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, Fluid Life by Sharon. <laughs> and shopindianagifts.com. Yes. You can see her there, too. Sharon, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters, and thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana-owned and Indiana Gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Find local businesses near you or get your business certified local at indianaowned.com. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com.